This week on The Beauty Standard, join Nicole Gregory for brunch as she chats with Urban U co-founder Barbara Homier and chief injector Terry Selko. Together, the three powerful businesswomen reflect over the last five years at the Urban U. The highlights, mistakes they've learned from, what the future holds for the medical spa industry, and how to create a business team that can withstand the test of time. Welcome to The Beauty Standard with your host, Nicole Gregory, Urban U CEO and medical spa industry key opinion leader. A podcast where we bring you thought leaders, experts, and trailblazers who are setting the standard in the beauty and wellness industry. We bring you the latest trends straight from the source before they go mainstream. So grab your coffee or wine, come relax with us, and be prepared to be inspired. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Beauty Standard. This is Nicole Gregory, and today I have my two wonderful business partners here with me. Uh, We have Terry Selgo and Barbara Homier. Say hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. (laughs) Okay, so just to be transparent, we're sitting at our favorite breakfast spot that we have our partners meetings at, and um, gosh, once every six weeks or so, we we meet up. Yeah, we get to at least once every six weeks celebrate a little breakfast with our meetings. (laughs) Yeah, it's the only way you guys get, I think, Barbara here. Because we get me to come out of my cave. (laughs) How does she do this? I don't know. (laughs) Coffee and food. Right. Coffee and food. We'll get Barbara here for a meeting. <laughs> She's pretty transparent about that. Yes. Well, uh, we were hearing from our listeners and guests of Urban U saying, gosh, you know, it's been five years. We're in our fifth year. Can you believe that? Wow. It's flown by. It has went by. It does feel like yesterday to me. Yeah, yeah I, I would say it's been a ride that's for sure <laughs> it's been up down didn't plan on a pandemic right that wasn't in, just so you know that was not in the business plan five years ago especially right anticipate but part of my job is to try and anticipate and forecast and do i did not anticipate a um pandemic no no that sure changed the whole and course national of everything shutdown. no yeah. no no but we came out of that and it's yeah. been uh it's 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 been actually pretty exciting yeah. you know moving forward out and coming out of that I think I, I think that was a time that we really truly got to know each other mm-hmm. where we uh, you know it's interesting so yeah our viewers want to hear more about us the five years we've been doing this and like you said pandemic was not a part of the business plan and um, when we first got started yeah, we all knew each other. So Barbara and I knew each other from our children being in school together. Terry, you and I knew each other from doing work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were my, you were my girl. I would go to. <laughs> I was yeah. your lady who gave you that Botox yeah. from time to time. Yeah. I did not know Terry though. No, no we no. had a, we had a meeting in a. It was a dark, dark bar. It was a was dark. It? It, why did it we go? The, gravity. Gravity. It oh. was very kind of. It was, it was <laughs> out of the way. Because you were luring, t- chatting That's with right. her because she was quite busy working. But um, and I and you know, interestingly enough, I had never gotten any services at all. From oh, you were so that. scared never. the first time to get the Botox. No. <laughs> now I'm an addict. So but that's okay. That's okay. When, so what were your thoughts when I initially approached you, Barbara? When I'm like, hey, I have this business idea. Because I know we knew yeah. each other, but I also knew you. Like, oh, I want to do a, 
business of my own someday, and I got well, to know you and trusted you, and I'm like, I, I'm not sure with this idea. Yeah, I mean, I think we were walking or something like that, but you know, we I, were sizzling. We were running. We were in the sizzlings preparing for that 10K, <laughs> which I've never run another one since. And I'm not even sure what I did counts as running. It was more like a walk of some type, like half walk jog. But um, you had brought it up, so you. You, I had known that you had had a number of businesses start, and so, you know, whereas I had just helped folks who were business owners divorce. So I had been more on the back end and, and kind of been part of valuation process, and, and I was always fascinated by the business owners and thought, oh, I'd like to have my own business someday. It just never, I think, like a lot of people, the idea is, is daunting to try and do that on your own. I've, I've been amazed in this day and age, though, after the pandemic, a lot of people have. They're all their own little entrepreneurs. But yeah. for me, um, who's not necessarily the highest risk taker person, not a lot of lawyers are, um, it was daunting, but when you brought it up, I was like, well, she's done it before at least. So that was more interesting to me. And I, I think being in the medical profession, Terry, you could probably say the same thing. I don't think our professions are as risk-oriented. And it's always a risk yeah. our business, right? So were you excited or nervous about it? I, I do remember having a conversation of trying to convince you. <laughs> there was some convincing. <laughs> yeah. And, and the key convincing factor was you have to get the best injector in Grand Rapids, and I'll do it. Yeah. Which led to a meeting locally with Terry. <laughs> but, and I already tried to recruit you. I was like putting business cards with your assistant going, I want to meet Terry for coffee. And you're like, what the hell? Why is this lady keep wanting to meet me for coffee? Yeah. And then when you did, you did this wonderful thing like, hey, I've got this idea. I'm, You know, I'm an entrepreneur. I go, yeah. And, you know, and she goes, I'm just thinking of starting uh, a med spa, but I want to make it street level. I go, street level? What are you talking about? I want it to be like, just like going in to get your manicure, pedicure your hair, that you'll, we'll have some of the best injectors, and you can also get that done. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, what do you want from me? And I thought you just wanted me to help guide you because I've helped other people start up their businesses with skin solutions yeah. and then some other places. And no, you were like after the second meeting, no, let me be really <laughs> transparent. I want you to come work. <laughs> Got to sell you on the idea. <laughs> so, Put the sizzle out there. And then we'll well, that's one in. thing we all know. You are a salesperson. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm a relationships you know, person, I think. Very I much mean, so. And I think with that comes the ability to... Um, I mean, absolutely, yeah, it does. It, What's it, your it goes secret? Hand in hand. I think you're a good salesperson. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean but same thing too. Yeah. I'm a relationship yeah. first. Yeah. You know, the person. It's what's most important for them and what they need the most, you know, and, and, and listening, good listening skills, which I've had to uh, work on over the years from time to time. But, uh, but I think what yeah, was... Yeah, I think when you, when you talk about... When I think about this podcast, I don't know who's listening to it. <laughs> younger. Yeah, whatever. I, I think the value of building relationships... It just isn't there. There's a tremendous level of that's in that skill set, and I do think there's challenges to a, a younger generation. Like our generation didn't have. You built relationships over telephones, yeah. talking or in person, right? And these were landline phones, ladies and gentlemen. These were not like cell phones generally when you were even in the high school levels and, and college and, and, and the like. There was four texting. Yes, I did have cordless phones yes, a little bit later, but the battery yes, did very short. Yes, and you didn't no FaceTime. No. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but you know that kind of you build that skill set of relationships that way of how, how to build and those are the relationships that can carry you on in business and and and, um, and certainly the relationships we have all had certainly were fundamental to starting the location where it was and I think anybody starting a business like a service-based it's those relationships in your community that help and build it quickest and strongest right mm-hmm. so I guess if I was going to take a moment and sit down with someone who was thinking about starting a business like that, whatever it may be, think about that set of soft skills and that, yeah. and, and how you're going to use that and, and, and focus on it. Because it is, instead of being so quick to text, pick up the phone. Yeah. Go get a coffee. You can go get coffee now, apparently. You know, go grab a lunch, grab a drink if you want. You know, I like to do walk and talks. Yes, you do. You wear a yes. nasty task. You never do it That's what happens when you have five kids. <laughs> yeah. I think walking and talking allows for your brain just to like think freely. So that's why I like to do it. But I want to ask, we were saying our super skill was probably relationships and allowing people to um, you know, see who their best selves and then how mm-hmm. we can kind of fit in with that. I know you're a little bit more of an introvert, but I've seen changes over you over the years. But where is your your secret sauce? Um, I would say like like secret sauce. I I said I actually derive a lot of joy from empowerment. Like if I can do something to help someone be stronger or more confident, or um, particularly women, you know. I like to do that. That that's that that's what kind of gives me joy and purpose. And I think as you get older, you start to look to do, do things that do give you joy and purpose. Because you know, I did my time in doing a lot of things that did not give me a lot of joy or purpose, right? And I would say that the other side, obviously, I'm pretty good at. I can look at patterns and efficiencies, and I'm pretty good at trying to systematize things, just the way I view things and look at them. I think there's a lot of us that do sit a little bit more quietly in the background in rooms and looking at, you know, patterns, whatever those may be. Um, and they they have an important function in businesses, especially. That's what makes us all unique is because there's certain personalities. I don't think a company would be as successful if everybody was the same. Um, I think if I, personally, if I think I was very much like you and Terry, like we always talk about Terry's the one who's got to go into a room and like pollinate all, you know, like all the flowers like a bee. <laughs> she gets such joy and so do you. They just love building those rooms. Some, if all of us were that way, I'm not saying a company wouldn't be successful, but sometimes you do need some of the personalities that are a little bit more introverted, a little bit, I would say I'm an I'm, what do they say, an extrovert, introvert. So if I know you and I'm comfortable with you, I talk too much. I mean, both of you know that. But it's very but the, but the handful of, but the, but the handful of people that I actually... She's self-aware. She's self-aware. The handful of people that I actually like to speak to is incredibly small. I don't like everyone, you know. It's just that's how I am. And that's okay. Yeah, I, it's I'm exactly okay. But whenever you talk... I'm always mesmerized. I'm always I'm always quiet, and that's not heard of very often that I'm quiet. But I'm always just like Ian yeah, Hutton is talking. People listen. Oh, stop. Honest, yeah, no. The, the knowledge that comes out of your mouth is just phenomenal. I always love to listen to it. But you were absolutely right. This little triangular um, piece that we have in this puzzle of building this business is you, it is great. We all have something unique to add. 
Yeah. And and it's just like marriages, you know. Yeah. You can't have two of the same like, people. Every just, you know, needs to have some extroverted friends because otherwise you're going to go to a conference like we go to almost annually or biannually, and you go right. in this giant room, and Nicole's like, ah, and Terry's like, yay, and I'm like, oh god, no. And I'm like in the back corner trying to order drinks. We have to and, and huddle. We have to booze her up beforehand. <laughs> yes. Alcohol is a major. Let her, like, it's a magical medicine. Let go. Come on, we're going. Barbara's a uh, TikToker. Waiting to happen. Yes, yeah, she's I, loving TikTok lately. Well, yeah, I like to watch it. I don't like to make. Although I do owe what I need to make one TikTok for Nicole because I, I. You are. She's like I want that one My birthday gift. Present. She asked for me to make one ticket. Oh. I, and let me tell you, I laugh about it because it's like if everybody's curious how many followers I have, I have two. One of them is Nicole, and the other was another lawyer friend of mine. I was like, I have two followers. I think she's going to go it's viral. A private, it's a private account. We wait for her to say stuff at the Monday meeting, because it's usually a, in TikTok form, the way she says it. So we're all like, what happened? Like, you and I can say what happened this weekend, mm -hmm. and then she says it, and she has it in that little 30-second clip. TikTok. <laughs> she's just, the way she says it, it's very well, funny. Well, and, and that's the fun part. Like, yeah. our, our meetings... It is one of my favorite parts. It, it, one of the parts when you talk about the company, the, the parts I really enjoy because we are a women-owned but very much a women-run company. Like we have a lot of women in our company and uh, young, intelligent, vibrant women who sit on um, are kind of our leadership when we have these meetings. But it is fun the way they're run and it's it like because you kind of say what's a good thing or a bad thing or whatever. Inevitably, not all the the women have children yet, and Nicole and I have way too many enough to like spread around the about the group if they ever want them or borrow them. Um, but we inevitably have some story, both of yes, us. That is kid about, related. Yeah. Kid so related. Yes. now looking at where we started, I, I'll say when we started. I remember, and this is a story you all have heard before, we were meeting with one of our reps and I was so excited that we had two appointments for our first day. And they, I remember going to this meeting and they kind of rolled their eyes like, good job, sweetie, good job, good job. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's really good, no one knows who we are, we have two meetings. And I saw the roll of the eyes and I remember going out and then getting more, like, we gotta get more. And we had that whole first day and it was just like, okay, we're doing this. It really hasn't stopped since then. I mean, I know we've had the pandemic in here as well, mm -hmm. but yes, it did stop. But it did for stop briefly, months. but you know, I for think as a company, you know, it just has continued to grow in a positive way. Um, of course, the pandemic did stop us, but we didn't stop. I think we, st as a company, kept moving forward and going, okay, how do we market? How do we connect with our guests? How do we learn more during this time? I mean, that's always been our. MO as a company. We started those virtual consults just during that time just to kind of stay connected and talk to them about what they might want as soon as we were back back in action. You know, remember? We were having them call in and Zooming with clients and just talking to, to them. I, I think one aspect, I said, you can, you're never going to do everything 100% right. Yep. Right. That's one thing Absolutely. about it. And that's just that, yeah, you, you are not. I just, if you think you are, then you've got some serious problems and you probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Just, you need to reevaluate right. your but expectations. You, you are going to, there are going to be things that you roll out and you go, well, that didn't work very well. You know, and you have to be willing to. 
make a few changes here and there. <laughs> I could have done that better. Yeah. Like, we, we need to do that a We've little differently. We've spent millions of dollars. <laughs> I mean, at least, wouldn't you say, a million dollars on mistakes. I mean, a million oh, yeah. dollar mistake. But I it will happens. say, I don't feel like we continue down a path for a long time. I think each one of us acknowledges yep. when, hey, this just isn't quite working. We yeah. give it the effort. We don't just quit super early, but you get to a point where you're like, hey, this, you know. The return this, on investment. Yeah, yeah, let's think it or change it, let's modify it, let's nuance it a little bit. And that's a lot of listening, it's a lot of listening to your team. It's yeah. not just numbers, I have to remember that sometimes. Like I just wanna look at numbers and be like, nope, stop doing that, quit. Sometimes. She has, I'm like, we're not, stop eating that, we're gonna, well, there have been going. many times I've been right, it's just been a couple months. <laughs> I was gonna say, but, anyway. but you're right, but, but, it is, but it is teams too, and it listening is. to the people who perform this. When you're in service industry, you're listening to people on the front lines, right? right. Listening to what they're saying. Treat yourself to the luxury products your skin deserves at Urban U for Me, an online store for high-quality skincare products you won't find at Ulta or Sephora. Use code BEAUTYSTANDARD20, that's B-E-A-U-T-Y-S-T-A-N-D-A-R-D 20, to save 20% on medical-grade skincare from clinically tested brands like Revision and PCA Skin. Find everything you need to achieve your ultimate skin goals at Urban U for Me. So, Terry, talking yes. about uh, how we've grown and changed, like you said, we've had shift change has always been a big thing for us. It's right. fail forward. It's been a, a mantra of ours since day one, and we've, not only for ourselves, but for providers. Uh, let's try it. doesn't work out. What's the number one thing that you'd say, oh, gosh, we tried that, and it was, it was not what we thought? Is there anything you can think of? Hmm. And on the converse, what's the... <laughs> any, You're asking any good, me um, I think we've been, okay, let's start with positive, because I always like to start positive. I think the growing of the nursing team, of course, I'm biased, because that's what I, you know, I do, of the medical providers. I think we have really have some outstanding uh, nurses that are providing some amazing care. I think they've really targeted their clients and really um, want what's in the best interest for them. I mean, Urban U is about you. And, I, and empowering just not, we are as owners are just not trying to empower the nurses and the individuals that work for us, but also empowering the patients. It's about them, you know, urban you for you, okay? Um, I think what, if you want to say one thing that we, I think we tried, we gave it a try, it did not work. Um, not that we didn't have, we had all the skill sets to do it. It was a time frame and it was a time element. We tried to do a little in that IV category yeah, and giving yeah. of, um, providing the IVs. Well, there's a lot of time element in starting the IV, watching the IV, overseeing it while the nurse is in a room trying to treat it, another client and then watching and overseeing that. And we just found out it just wasn't, um, it wasn't feasible yeah. to have somebody on all the time just dealing with that, that IV situation. But then what we found was amazing to offer was the shots, the, yeah. the vitamin shots, our vitamin B12 and those extra little shots that we did. And I thought what was great was when the pandemic first hit, the first thing we did is we knew we had all this B12 on stock and we didn't know how long this pandemic would occur. And we offered it that whole last couple of days before everything was shut down, free B12 at Urban U, you know, and we, we gave it out to so many people just to help boost their immune system because we no one knew what, yeah, what, what, was what was to come or what was happening. You know, we were all scared. So I feel that we've always, um, that those are the two things I think um, that IV was something that we tried and yeah. it just didn't, wasn't feasible to yeah. do. 
Yeah. How about you, Barbara? Um, I think one of the best decisions we made um, is we had started out our membership model and we rolled it out with kind of a service credit-based model. Um, you would get a certain number of services every month that you got, you know, based on that, like a hydrofacial, perhaps, or some other facial service. Uh, we evolved that to a banked membership so that people could bank their dollars and not lose them. Like their, their money would carry on like two months later or whatever it is. And that kind of was the game changer for us in terms of, to me, membership and, and customer loyalty and building trust. Um, I'd say the first, the first ideation of the company was this idea that you would get a whole mass, a, a large scale number of beauty services in one location. Um, and those would include like a nail and blow dry bar, you know, because we didn't really have that in Grand Rapids and, and that concept in there. That evolved over time because, um, you know, you have a limited number of space in every location, right? And, and you really want to maximize, you know, that revenue per square foot. And so it almost became really a business decision in terms of making a decision on those. The other side is there's other places that specialize in that and do it very yes. well. And right. that's fine. We specialize, for us, we realize, look, our wheelhouses, we specialize primarily, obviously, in injectables and that kind of thing. Um, we're moving now into laser body scope. That's great, but that's kind of our, our kind of niche wheelhouse. It was also using a tremendous level of resources from scheduling to staff, trying to fill those um, kind of more beauty-based services, right? Yeah, which are um, hard. So that was, you know, it was a shorter um, term, but when we... Um, eventually kind of moved out of those services, I think it, it was a game changer for the business as well. Yeah. It ended up being a good thing, yeah. right? Well, I think right. it's a, the ideation of kind of any business is, what, you know, you start out with one concept and then you kind of, you move into, you know, what is this business really about? I think it's an important part for entrepreneurs to kind of, you know, think about. And like you, I think you mentioned it, Barbara, we're seeing a lot more um, younger people going directly from college into a business or in college having a second side hustle, right? Mm -hmm. Something that they can kind of call their own. And the ideation, the fail forward concept that we've had I, has worked well for us because we're, we are okay saying, yeah, we spent a lot of time and money on setting up these locations as blow dry bars or nails and they just, it didn't work profitability wise we really had to look at the numbers and see where you know where are we making the most amount of money for our time um, but for me I think you know the best part has been the people like really getting to know you know, our culture our brand trying to figure out how do we take our people and get them to their next level I mean every day that's our goal right it's, the more advanced they are, the more advanced we become as a company. Mm -hmm. I think the worst part of that is the other side of it is, is we've hired some people that we didn't, you know, we weren't, I would not say we've been 100% proficient at hiring the right people for the right positions uh, until more recently. We've got a lot better. It took us five years to figure out what does it really look like to hire a good injector. Um, because you think someone comes in with all these skills and they are really the best injector would hire and there's personality issues or there's teachability issues, right? So I think that is something we've learned not just an injector side, but also on, I mean, we've hired some people that we thought, okay, this they're going to do X ordering. They're just going to do ordering and it's a shit show. And not that it was that person's fault necessarily, it was just our fault as a company because we weren't guiding them right. And so. 
Um, I think it's been fun to see our people grow. Some of our people have been with us since the first year, yeah. and that's amazing. Um, but then trying to figure out, you know, how do we hire the right people at the right time? And that's probably where we've had our most money mistakes, right? It's just putting it on people going, this person is going to help us do X, Y, and Z. And, and it's, again, pulling out those best of our individuals right now. Like we have someone who does our accounting, our ordering, and she's amazing at it. I mean, she does a great job. So why do we didn't think about that before? I don't know, right? So we've just gotten better at more efficient as a company, I guess, knowing who we need. That's been fun to say. I think what you said, empowering, though, we, we have definitely empowered a lot of young women. Uh-huh. And some of them have moved on and, and started their own businesses. Yeah. And that's that, that's what we want, too, to know that we have given them those skills, yeah. you know, those skill sets, and that they can move on and, and move forward. You know, and I, I just feel that, that, like you said earlier, Barbara, that's very fulfilling. Well, we've seen people go from living in their grandma's basement to their own apartment right. to now buying their own house to some people didn't have cars. They were driving Ubers to now they have their own cars to, you know, we know someone who's bought a vacation home. So, I mean, it's amazing. Maybe we're paying people too much. I don't know. <laughs> but what I do, no, we're not. But what I do know is I do know to see them be able to think smartly about their money and how are they going to invest it in themselves and in their futures is really great to see. So we do. We love that. So five years, what's the future, Barbara? In terms of the future of the company, you know, I, I, there's definitely a growth model there. This, this industry is not going away. No, I mean, it not is not going, going anywhere. It's just going to grow and grow because there's just so much that's, that people have to look at. It's social media. It's everything else that's on the out there. I think... The next step is going to be continue. It is how do you make sure you have flexibility, independence for providers who, who do want what you're talking about? These who want to have their own business, micro business, right? But they need a place to run that business, right? So bringing in technology, bringing those things together, I think is going to be where the future is because you do want that flexibility. Everything will get more and more. Um, digital here. Everything will, you know, easier to schedule all those type of things. So you have to be, I think the spaces will shrink actually. I think you'll have smaller, more compact spaces but more customized, more flexible and then that integration of technology I think will happen and bring all that together to streamline it and make it efficient. Yeah. How about you, Sarah? Urban U definitely continue to move forward. I think you're right on. This industry is not going away. It's been tried and true throughout all times. Recessions and depressions. Women and men or people found a way to do some elements that just made them feel better. Okay? Or helped them feel better. And um, that's that's moving forward. I also foresee Urban U um, enabling other people to have some more Urban U's. You know, or what we, the, what the foundations that we have grown, the the, the trainuals, the things that we have put in place that will really help run another Urban U, are we really strategically worked very hard yeah. on getting that in place, and I think that will also help other future businesses grow. Personally, me continuing to keep on passing on my 20 years of experience in injecting, helping some more women learn those skills and watching that they'll be able to do things and provide for their families and have their 
their work-life balance yeah. that I have been able to find, well, except this does take a lot, doing all this and doing that. Yeah. But enabling them to have that work-life balance. I foresee me, you know, I mean, the, like you said earlier, my, my reading glasses sometimes, I got to go the higher level. Um, <laughs> my, um, I, my energy, I think, is still very high, but I have to look forward to where I will move forward, and I think the training and future training of, of, of young nurses uh, and passing on the skill set is where I'm moving yeah. towards. Well, that's exciting. I mean, that you get to help, you know, let's just say by the time it's all done, 20 plus nurses or providers mm-hmm. literally have the freedom, flexibility, and income ability to, mm-hmm. to do what they want. And that's so there was one and there was 20. I mean, that's, that's a huge impact, it's a huge legacy. So, thanks for all you're doing, Terry. You guys. Um, so for me, it's, it's a little bit, you know, I would say metaverse is kind of going to be my end, and I'm not going to go all the way into that. <laughs> but I do see the, you know, here's the thing. you got to get me honest with yourself. What was the big jump in the last year or so? It was, thank gosh, for, the, for COVID, because people saw themselves on Zooms and FaceTimes a lot more than they would have. And so being in that, you know, virtual reality world, is more prevalent now than it ever has been and will continue to be. So, you know, I do believe the opportunity to maximize technology and marketing, a bit of what you were saying, Barbara, um, will, those are the companies that will make the difference in the future of injectables, med spas, um, of course, putting advocacy for our patients out there too, making sure everyone's getting the best outcomes are super important, but, you know, really looking at what does the future look like? And always having an eye on that is what we do as a company, or I love to do, but that's, you know, that's what we, so just not being stagnant. I mean, we could have went into this and just opened and said, hey, that's good. You know, we're always progressing as a company, and I, I love love doing that, but, you know, we just got to put it out there. Like, what does that look like for the metaverse? I don't know yet, but what I do know is there's going to be a play for Urban U somewhere out there. <laughs> well, it is, it is fascinating. It's, it's fascinating when you watch whether you're watching TikToks or other social media, these filters come through and you can see what someone actually looks like versus what they do with these filters, yeah. like these yeah. digital filters. And then you repeatedly hear people complaining, like, you know, they look at, they do these, apparently people do this, but these dating apps, we were just drunk in bars back in, in my day, but, you know, um, so they do these day, and somebody doesn't look like whatever they put on their dating their app. Dating app. Mm-hmm. And so I think the industry is going to continue to move to that point. Like, how can I make people look actually like as good as these filters do in person? Yeah. But where is that line between, is it just going to move to that place where it is all digital? Like, all people care about is, are these filters, digital-based filters, and not actually what we do, which is like you're trying to really bring out, you know, that beauty with, you know. The natural best. Yeah. yeah. And I like to think, like, age gracefully too yeah. it's like oh, you know it, look we're just trying to bring it to the mainstream what actors and actresses have been doing for years, years. people yeah. are always like hey why does Jane Fond who is eight no Jane Fond is eight years old because nobody looks like that that's not normal aging okay yeah. that that is the assistance of many many types of beauty procedures over the years right but being able to bring that to everybody is kind of the cool yeah. part of what She's we do. She's amazing. Doesn't she just look great? Oh, I love watching her. I'm, I just got to tell you, She's... when Frankie and Grace, oh my oh, God. Oh, one of my favorite shows, yeah. <laughs> I love that. But she she isn't the other people that looked terrible from you know plastic surgeries or some from things. Jane Fonda truly is a natural beauty. And yeah. the, 
she's done a lot, but it doesn't look, it looks very healthy well, and natural. Also, I and think that's, that's what, what this, we, that's what that's we do, what we a little bit over natural. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you can't natural. underestimate the value of, of overall wellness, right? Right. Like, taking care of your body, exercising, what, I mean, that, that's all a big part of why she looks the way she does, right? Right. And, and the same thing, like any one of us, when someone's like, oh, how does your skin look that way, Nicole? Terry, you're beautiful still. It's called sunscreen. It's called certain other basic things, yeah. preventatives that a lot right. of people yeah. do. They're actually simple. But yeah. there's, you know, you know the reality is Botox and filler. You know, and they, preventative. Can, they may not be able to turn back time that much, but they can slow it down dramatically. Yeah. Well, thank you, Terry, Barbara. Uh, appreciate you guys being on. And yeah. you can get in touch with us at The Urban U. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Beauty Standard by Urban U. This podcast is here to inspire, support, and deliver what you need to hear today to continue on your wellness journey. Check out our Instagram at The Urban U or website www.theurbanu.com. If you love today's episode, we'd love for you to leave a review and share. Thanks! Go on Instagram and follow us for more skincare education, giveaways, and how to get the best values for the products that you love. At UI for me.